In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Today's Gospel deals with something that we have been living through for the last two years quite solidly, worrying. What should we do as Christians then? If we're not going to worry, must we be disengaged? Do we become careless? Do we just not worry at all about what's happening around us? If we look at the life of our Lord Jesus Christ himself as the incarnate word, God in flesh, he was very much engaged in the life of the world as we know it. God took flesh to come and dwell among us. He walked with the hungry and the sick, with the disenfranchised, with the alienated. He healed those no one would touch. He sat with those no one would relate to or associate with. He spoke with those no one would give time to. And so, of course, we are not called, we are not asked, we are not directed to be disengaged from our world. But there is a difference between being engaged and worrying. In today's Gospel, we're told, what good is worrying? Can it add a cupid to you? Can it add anything to your life? Even these days, as we watch the news, and we look at our sisters and brothers in Ukraine, we look at those in Russia, we look at people across Europe, we look at those who have been marginalized and alienated, those who are suffering from conflict and war. Should we not engage? Of course we must. Because as those who walk in the footsteps of the chief advocate, our hearts must burn for our sisters and brothers everywhere in the world. And when I say sisters and brothers, of course I mean our Christian sisters and brothers, the members of the body of Christ, but I mean the whole world. The world that shares in the image and likeness of God, that suffers equally and bleeds equally, rejoices equally and fears equally. But as we look at our monitors and look at our news feeds, we worry, and so many are worried. I've spoken to people over the past few days who are worried. Worry takes up so much of our energy. It actually weakens and disempowers us. We must engage, we must feel, we must empathize. But let us put that energy into prayer, and then if possible, action. People will say, well, all we can do is pray. There is no all we can do about it. Our greatest tool is prayer. Our greatest hope is prayer. When we stand and we pray, it's not just because there's nothing else we can do. It's because we believe in the power of prayer. We believe in lifting up our hearts. I was blessed yesterday, just a few miles away on Trafalgar Square, to stand with our Ukrainian sisters and brothers and pray with them. We have dedicated liturgies, as we'll dedicate today's liturgy, to the end of that war. To people who are suffering, whether they are Ukrainian or Russian 
whether they come from the surrounding areas or regions or they are anywhere else. We must engage with the world, but put our efforts into prayer. And then when we can, do things. Reach out to people, call people, ask about people. Look at the needs and satisfy what you can. Real needs. At the moment, humanitarian needs, but also needs of comfort and strength and reassurance. We are not powerless. We are powerful because we are in the hands of a mighty God. We are powerful because we have direct access to Him in prayer and in supplication. When we stand around this altar, in this blessed place, we are not just thinking about ourselves, but we are lifting up our prayers to our Lord who is on the altar for the whole world. This is not a selfish act. This is a communal act of prayer for us, for our church, for the church of God, for the people of God, for the people of this world, for the whole world. And that is what we must remember. These liturgies are not just about us partaking of the Eucharist. They are about us partaking of the Eucharist and lifting up our hearts to our Lord who is among us for all those in need of Him and His encouragement and His strength. So today as we pray, let us lift up our hearts truly, powerfully, faithfully, not worrying, but transferring that energy of worry into hope in our God who is above all things, feeling the pain of others, but asking that God take away that pain, feeling the struggles of others, but ask that God help them through the struggle, feeling the suffering, and ask that God comforts, so that as we stand and as we pray, we lift up our hearts for our world, and we know that being in his hands, we are hopeful in his love, his commitment, his faithfulness, and his promises that never, never go away unfulfilled, that he does not turn his back on us, and that he is always there, listening, seeing, responding, desiring us to be with him in his kingdom. And glory be to God forever.